everybody welcome back to let's talk about it with lisa it is november 2nd it's a wednesday and i'm just so happy to be here thank you guys for giving me your time lending me your ear and your mind so today it's going to be a longer episode last episode my very first episode i did play a snippet of a song that was released on this day many many years ago and so i don't have anything today it's november 2nd and so nothing happened today but i am going to give a huge shout out to mf doom who did pass away on october 31st 2020 he is a true hip-hop legend i'm also a hip-hop head i love hip-hop i love different genres of music but my heart and how and what what i was raised on is old school funk oldies hip-hop, all of that, all West Coast, a little bit of East Coast. And so nothing quite happened today, but I did want to give a shout out to him. You know, may he continue to rest. So yes, it's the month of November. And honestly, I kind of, another thing too lately that's been happening is, you know, this past weekend on Friday night, there was a Halloween party in National City. And as you guys may know or may not know, there was a shooting at a house party and unfortunately an 18-year-old passed and a 16-year-old. Um, and it happened to be one of my good friend's best friend's son. And so it's just been quite heavy. And, you know, how do you, you know, what do you think about what, what goes to your mind when you process something so tragic and so sudden? It's really hard. And so when I've been thinking about it this past couple of days, I thought, I feel more spiritual connected as I gradually get older. I'm 35, I'm going to be 36 in January. And so I noticed that and nothing against being religious. I, I have, I believe in God. I have him in my heart. I feel like that's, that's important. But also my husband and I were talking about it and it's like, you know, we, it's hard in Utah. It's, it's mostly a, a Mormon state and so there's not I I'm was raised Christian and Roman was raised Catholic and so we both baptized our boys Catholic and so we're big we, we believe right like there's just to a certain extent I feel more connected with with my spiritual side because it's helped me heal more and it, and I'm going to get into that on one of my episodes about healing and just my spiritual journey along with the trial and tribulations and the trauma that I've experienced but that's not what this episode is about. So this episode, because it's the month of November, my husband and I are celebrating our 14th fucking wedding anniversary on November 14th. And so we're going to talk about that. I talk a little bit about it on my social media, and I think my close friends and my family know our story. And it's 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 really complicated. Like when I say it's complicated, I really fucking mean like there was stalking. <laughs> the cops were called. There's just a lot, a lot, a lot of trauma. And, you know, and I think what it really has to do with is growing up together. I think that when a couple meets at a young age and they continue their relationship throughout their years of just being young and wanting to live life and not quite knowing what you're going to do with your future, especially when you're in high school, after high school, as you're like your senior year, because I have a I have quite a few friends that have high school uh, relationship. Like they they went to high school together, and you know they're married and they're happy and they flourished. And I and I love that for them. I guess you know a lot of the times people keep their relationship quite uh, to to themselves, and and we didn't. 
I, I think I fucked up by just posting a lot on Facebook and that was my mistake. I, I, I think at the time I was just so hurt that I needed an outlet and that's what Facebook and at, at that time I think it was just Facebook. So I'm going to kind of start off on how we met. So we met through at that time my really good friend Marissa. Uh, she's still one of my really good friends and I love her to death. And so we we really were like, we were doing our own thing. I, I think I was like 18. We were going to TJ. We were going to Mysteries. Shout out to Mysteries. <laughs> Shout out to that club uh, and TJ. And it's so crazy because like now as an adult, I think about it. I'm like, we fucking went to TJ. We didn't even know who, who we were going with. We just needed a ride there. And then we needed to figure out who was going to bring us back. That was important. Okay. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I could never. If my kids asked me, I would die. <laughs> like, it's just not the same. So anyway, so Marissa and I were, were really good friends. I would always spend the night at her house. Uh, shout out to her auntie, her her mom, Beth, which is Auntie Beth. Uh, that's Roman's aunt. And so, you know, may she continue to rest as well. Strong survivor, just an amazing person, just very welcoming. Um, and so it was really, really such a uh, an experience meeting her and being a part of her and Marissa's life at that time. And so I know Roman would come around and we would smoke with him. We would smoke a joint, like a blunt actually. And so I think he had asked Marissa, like, what's up with your homegirl, blah, 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 whatever. And like, I was not paying attention to shit like that at that time. So fast forward to, I was like, you know what? I'm going through some shit. I'm living with my aunt. Uh, and so we were living in Chula Vista and it was just a mess. We were constantly fucking arguing. It was just a whole thing. And so, um, I think I had called, I don't know. I reached out to him somehow, some way. I think I was the one that was like, Hey, what's up? He, if he was here, he would tell you, yes, that's true. You hit me up. <laughs> so, which is fine, whatever. And so then we ended up hanging out. He told me I was weird. And like, after we hung out, he was like, yeah, you're weird because I was high as fuck. I was really fucking high. And so I didn't know, like, I don't know. It was just really weird. I just needed an outlet at that time. Nothing happened. Nothing. We didn't do anything. And so then fast forward to, I think like a couple of weeks after I had asked him for a ride. And at this point we had each other's phone numbers. And so, um, I had asked him for a ride home and then he came in and then like we kissed and like, honestly, I swear to you guys, it felt so different from any other kiss that I had like experienced. And it was almost like my heart fluttered and I didn't know that that was going to happen. <laughs> I was not expecting that. And so you know, so then we start to date and we start to get to know each other and it's moving so quickly because in that time in my life, and I think in his life as well, like we just needed to just kind of be together. We didn't want to be around other people because at that time, like we, it was just, we were each other's like backbone, if that makes sense. And we just like counted on each other. We were each other's shoulder to cry on and we just, it was fucking fast. And then like within three or six months, I'm not sure, I moved in. I was like, I'm out. I called him. I was crying. Me and my aunt got into a fucking fight. Now, a little bit about my motherfucking aunt. And this is my motherfucking podcast. So nobody can tell me anything of what I say or what I do. I don't, I really genuinely do not care. But another thing with my family is they are very toxic. And this bitch is toxic. I'm not going to say any names, but for the real ones I know, if you know my aunt, you know exactly which one I'm fucking talking about. Uh, God bless her soul is all I have to say. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take the, the positive way out and just end it with that. Long story short, I called him. I was like, I need, we moved. It was, it was just so fast, right? And his mom was not happy. 
about that. Uh, I think I was, I, I felt accepted by his family right away. And, um, and so I think within less than a year, I got pregnant. And we both had this conversation, like, what are we going to do? Like, I don't know you, you don't know me. Not like in those words, but it was just like, oh my God, we haven't even been dating that long. Like, fuck, like we fucked up. And so, you know, we went through an abortion and I know, and I say this to like, I say this to Roman I say this to myself because I, how I, in the beginning I was talking about, um, being more spiritual and not more so religious. Not that I don't believe in God. I do. And I have him in my heart. I have faith and I trust and believe in that part, but I, I'm connected more spiritually. It's, it's hard to describe. And I want to talk about that on another episode, like I said about my healing journey, but I just feel like I'm going to hell. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking say it. I feel like I'm going to hell because I did that because I decided to fucking do that. Do I regret it? Absolutely. A hundred percent. But we made the decision based off of, wow, like this is really happening too fast. We just can't. We just can't. We can't do it. And so we decided to go through that. It was really, really traumatic. It was heartbreaking. It was devastating. It was... It was so many mixed emotions at that time. I think I was 19. It was just a lot. It was just a lot. And so not a lot of people know about this, by the way. You know, I'm, I'm sharing these experiences because this is my podcast and I'm and and I want to talk about my life. And and like I said, because these days, like with abortion, it, it's a very difficult and sensitive topic to talk about because of everything that's been going on with the government. And so I don't know what I would do you know, if at that time I couldn't get an abortion, I, I don't know what I would do. I, I would be a young mom. I, I don't know who, who's to say. So that happened and that brought us closer. And so probably within another, like a year after that is when I got pregnant with Julius, we decided to just like really, we were already deep into the relationship. I feel like we just really, really knew each other and understood each other. So we had Julius it was a really great experience. My pregnancy was good. Uh, and so then we got married. We got married in 2008, uh, November 14, 2008. Julius wasn't even a year old. And so going back to being young and growing together, it's either going to make you or break you. So for us, it kind of broke us. After I had Mason, I feel like I went through postpartum. Now, postpartum is another subject that not a lot of people talk about. Back like when I was young, at that time I was 22 or 23, when I had Mason and when I had Julius, I feel like postpartum wasn't talked about that much. And it really, it, it's it's not a good feeling to have because... I feel like a lot, like a lot of the, the decisions that I was making, I just feel like I wasn't in my right mind. I'm not trying to find an excuse, but I feel it. I, I, I feel it in my heart that I did have that and I experienced it and I, nobody helped me because nobody knew. I didn't even know. And so I really wish that I could go back in time and, and, you know, help that Lisa, help that, that, you know, lost, confused and, you know, fucked up Lisa, to be honest, like to be fucking 100. Like that's what happened. Uh, my mom was there for me as much as she could be, but I feel like she wasn't even happy that I was pregnant because, you know, imagine like she's kind of young, you know what I mean? And not to say that she doesn't love her grandchildren, she does hundred percent, but that's another, that's another, you know what I'm saying? She helped out as much as she could. My mother-in-law did, uh, my mother-in-law ended up getting ovarian cancer. And so, so many things happened in between those couple of years of us just like 
being together. So I feel like we were both toxic for each other. And I mean, there was constant fucking arguing. Oh my goodness. About the stupidest shit. About some dumb ass shit. And so we ended up taking a break. We were separated for about close to three years. And he dated. I dated. You know, he had sex with other people. I had sex with other people. And I feel like we went through our college years. That's what I feel like. I feel like that that was our college years. But it's unfortunate that we had two children to take care of. And so that was hard. That was a really tough fucking time for us. And I hated him. He hated me, but loved me, you know. And then throughout that time, I found out he was having an affair. And so I dipped out. That was the decision. I was like, oh, I'm out. I'm out. I'm getting my own fucking apartment. I'm doing me because I cannot. It was just too much, too much fighting. Toxic. Like I said, red flags fucking everywhere. (laughs) And so I think it was, you know, after he had told me that he was dating and that he was going to introduce the kids to this girl, lost my shit. I fucking lost my shit. I was like, oh, no, mm mm-mm. We're not doing that. Sorry, I had to have a drink of wine. I was like, no, we're not, we're not doing that. You're fucking, you're out of your mind. And then also, I feel like he was telling me this shit for me to be like, to upset me, you know? We'll never know because he actually did have a girlfriend. And so we um, ended up like, it's okay. Also, within those fucking three years of us not being together, we were still smashing, Okay. <laughs> I want to make that clear. It's like I loved, I was still in love with Roman, but I couldn't be with him at that time because there was so much going on. And I feel like he was kind of on the same boat. Like he was in love with me and then he, and then he fucked up. So he was just like, please forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. And it's like, I I don't know what I can do to show you how fucking dead ass serious I am about the fact that I can't do this anymore. I can't keep on forgiving you and forgiving you and just, you know, pushing it under the rug and just forgetting about it. Like it doesn't work like that. So within those three years, I feel like I was really trying to just focus on what I like and what I want. And I feel, and I really hope that he did too, but it didn't work like that. (laughs) I could not find anybody that could make me laugh or make me feel how Roman felt, make me, would make me feel. I could not make anybody that person. He was just that one person. And so and we planned a trip to Disneyland. And then just ever since then, we've been back together. I think we had the conversation of, we're going to make this work. You love me. I love you. We always go back to each other. But I was just like, no, there's certain things that we got to talk about. We got to talk about trust. We basically rebuilt our relationship from scratch, from the fucking beginning till now with trust, with getting to know each other all over again, with um, just really making sure that we, that the love is there. And so now (laughs) we're celebrating our 14th wedding anniversary. And so that is basically what happened. Uh, Like I said, it's just a lot of... I think it's a lot of also controlling from both both sides. I'm not I'm not ever going to put everything all on Roman because I fucked up too. It wasn't just him. It was me. 
it was me too. I, I have to say that because I feel like people think it's always the men. Listen, it's not always the men that fuck up. It's it's the women with their fucking sassy attitudes. This is with my sassy attitude. And we know, we know what to say to fucking piss you off. We just know. And we, we do things like we, you know, and it, we just know, we just know how to fucking piss you off. And, you know, and I, and I, I would hope <laughs> if you're in a relationship, you don't do that, right? You, you communicate. Communication is another thing that's super fucking important. Oh my goodness. I can't, I can't tell you how important it is to really communicate with your significant other. Like really be real with them. You know what I mean? Like be your true self. Don't hold back because as we know, life is really short. We don't really have that long. Uh, If you live to be 90 years old, wow. 80, yes. 70, you live your best life. I feel like it gets to 60. Just going to say, that's my opinion. That's just my opinion. Uh, Of course, I, I, I pray and hope and send you guys all the love and life, extended life, you know. But so... Be honest with yourself. Know what you want. And and don't go into a relationship because you're lonely. I think that's like a really big fucking thing. People can't be alone. But like how do you heal from a lot of the shit that you went through if you're not alone? How do you... Your, like your thought process of having to love somebody else but you don't have the true love for yourself is what gets me. You love yourself so fucking much that you know what... When you find that right person and the person finds you, it's easy. It's actually not hard. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. So the, the the minute that you have that time to really get to know yourself and to really be so fucking obsessed with yourself and in love and you and you got you, you're your own best friend, is is when things go right. It's almost like it's like a you can you can see clearly. And I did a lot of that. I did a lot of self-reflecting, looking in the mirror, crying, being mad at myself for the decisions that I fucking made, for fucking with the wrong people that I have no business. They don't deserve my energy. So, and I can't get that back. So a lot of learning in this relationship, in this marriage that we worked so hard on. I I can't, like, I want to cry about it. It's another job. You have to stay at it. But it's so worth it because you married that person for a reason. And that's another thing. People take these vows so, like, it's a fucking joke. It's not a joke. It's an oath. It's a, it's an, it's a vow. <laughs> you, you're really saying to this person that you are going to be with them for the rest of your fucking life. Through the bad shit, the good shit, if you're sick, if you're healthy, all of it. Like, and it's easy to give up. It's harder to work at it. And so for the people that, you know, ha- go through these things in marriage, you if it's not there and you don't feel it and you know that this is it and you're just like, I can't do it. I'm totally fucking checked out. I'm also attracted to other people, right? You love that. You love the attention. Do that. Do what makes you happy. Like happiness is everything. It's life. And... Why do we have this life? To be miserable in a relationship that you don't want to fucking be in? That's stupid. It's stupid. (laughs) 
I, I'm going to be real with everybody. And I think you guys know that. And I'm, and I'm so thankful for you guys giving me your time. I'm going on 20 minutes and I feel like I just have so much more to fucking say. But in that whole conversation that I just had with you guys and I, the story that I just told you, the get a love story, <laughs> these are the things that I've learned about myself. This is just, I'm just telling you guys this because I don't know. I don't, I don't, I didn't have anybody to tell me shit. I had to learn for myself. And so that's where the healing comes in. That's where the self-reflecting comes in. The, the gratitude, the being thankful and just grateful for every single thing that you have, because it has taken you so long to get to where you are. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of myself. I love me. I love my family. And and, and, and all of the shit that we went through, and I know it's so cliche to say that it made us strong, but you know what? If a, if somebody were to tell me that Roman and I would be together today, I would laugh. I would actually get mad. <laughs> I would do an evil laugh like, bitch, no. Because the hate that I had for him, had nothing, it, it didn't even have anything to do with him. It had to do with a lot of the shit that I've been through that I, that was in the inner me that I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention to. I was taking it out on him. I was lashing it out on him. He's a man. He's like the other men that, that in my life that did me wrong, that I never got an apology for. That's where that came from. And you know how long it took me to really figure that out? It took me years, years. I couldn't figure it out for the life of me. How can you be so in love with this one person, but also really fucking hate him? Because you don't really hate him. You hate the fact that you never got an apology for all the other shit that men put you through. It could be it could be your exes. It can be your dad, daddy issues, right? It could be, I mean, it could be your brothers for being fucking dicks. <laughs> it can be a lot of just the, that, right? And it goes... The other sex, you know what I'm saying, via where it's like men having mommy issues, lashing out on women that they are in love with, but they hate. It doesn't, it, it's not that. So a lot of inner work and, and that, and this is where my spiritual self comes to light because this is my experience. This is what I learned. It could be spiritual mixed with God too. It's both. It's giving both. <laughs> You know, and so that's my, my, basically what I, what I'm trying to say is, you know, you're, if you're married, you're in a relationship or, you know, you want to date or you want to start dating, the, the real work comes from within. You can't start being in a relationship with somebody else if you can't love yourself. You have to love yourself so fucking much that, you, that, and I'm telling you when that per when you have that significant other, it just works easily. It's like a puzzle piece that was missing for me. And I finally figured it out. And I'm at peace with it. I've accepted it. I've moved on from so much shit. I've forgiven people that didn't apologize. I've, and I talk about all of this shit with Roman. We, we talk every fucking day. He is my best motherfucking friend. I would, yes, he's my BFF. <laughs> and so. You know, it's crazy because, you know, we have our kids and they laugh at us because, you know, we, we, we bicker. We're not, we're not perfect. This is not, this is, this is, it's not perfect. It's just not perfect. It's not, um, it's more like Adam's family. 
than the Brady Bunch. So that is our ghetto love story. And I'm so happy that I shared it with you guys. I don't want to take too much time. Uh, and so I'm going on, you know, 23 minutes and I'm just like, I had to talk about it because our anniversary is coming up. This is my episode two. And I want to start from there because then episode three, I'm going to be getting into just me, more about me. And, and, you know, Roman has helped me become such a better woman. He has, he doesn't think it, not a lot of people get it, but he has. And so I'm very thankful for him. I'm very grateful to be in the place that we are. And I wish you guys the best of luck in, in all your, you know, relationships. And I hope that you guys, you know, grabbed some knowledge from this. So stay tuned for episode three. I'm very thankful for you guys. Stay safe. Keep it G. Be honest. And I love you guys.